Hey, y'all. This whole thing started as a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, saying, Hey, let's record. Maybe other people will enjoy sitting at the table with us. The fact that you're here listening to us play D&D will never fail to be wild to me. If you like what you hear and you want to peek behind the door, I invite you to join our Patreon. By contributing to the Patreon, you can gain access to exclusive, handcrafted content, while also helping us pay for things like podcast hosting and logo designs. It's tough out here. On top of that, each subsequent tier allows access to the previous tier's rewards. The $2 tier grants you the title of Honorary Son, while giving you access to the patron-only Discord channel and a bonus entry into our giveaways. The $5 tier knights you as a hero of the Ten Towns, giving you early access to our episodes and access to our patron-exclusive one-shots. The $10 tier elects you to Ted Johnson's cabinet, which opens the cover to Fang's detailed note-taking journal and lets you know of future Suns projects currently in the works. Thanks for everything you do, Patreon aside. Without you, we wouldn't be here. The link to the Patreon is in the link tree in our Twitter bio. We hope to see you out there. Thanks for listening, and stay frosty. What is up, my dear friends? This is Paul Gary, here to welcome you to the Severed Sons Podcast. If you would like to see Rolling in the Netherdeep as it airs, you can watch Severed Sons Presents, Wednesdays at 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific, at twitch.tv slash severedsonsdnd. The VOD will be available after the live broadcast on Twitch, and a week later on the Severed Sons YouTube channel. For all you wonderful podcast listeners, Rolling in the Netherdeep hits feeds Wednesdays, the week after the episode airs live, or in early access for Patreon subscribers on Monday. Now enough from me. Let's get into another episode of Severed Sons Presents Rolling in the Netherdeep. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Severed Sons Presents Rolling in the Netherdeep. And we're excited to bring you a brand new tale of adventure in the lands of Wildmount and Marquette. My name is Ron Murphy, Dungeon Master. And around the virtual table we have... Hey there. This is Ron Murphy, the DM for Severed Sons Presents Rolling in the Netherdeep. And we had some technical difficulties with the sound during the first 50 minutes of this episode. We apologize for the inconvenience, but I'm here to let you know what happened during those moments in time that were lost to the ether. For today's episode, we were joined by Jamie playing North Star Madrick and Jaden playing Lapis Prismawing. Ross and Bill won't be joining us, but we will be recording a special episode with Orgoth and Wilvin for release on the Severed Sons Patreon. When we last left off, the party was turning in for the evening at an inn called the Cool Flame and had plans to meet with the rivals at some point during the next day. 
When they awoke, Lapis and North found a note from Wilvin saying that he was accompanying Orgoth to the Bowl of Judgment so that he could take part in the tournaments there, and that they needed to arrive early to clean their spot. Orgoth also left a note, leaving Wilvin's map of Ankharel underneath the note he had written. North and Lapis discussed their plans for the day, with North offering to give the robe of protection to Lapis on the condition that she hide the embroidered symbols that represented the Cobalt Soul, and also on the condition that the magical robe was a loner. Lapis told North, Orgoth gave it to you because he felt bad beating you up. As Lapis left, with ashes yipping at the Eladrin, North did insist that they were lending it, saying, Well, I'm never seeing that cloak again. North headed to the Guided District, planning to meet the Tiefling Question at the Temple of the Mentor, a church to the deity Ayun. Traveling between locations on Karel was made considerably easier by taxicab-like carriages that ran all day and into the night. A ceramic mosaic of three open eyes, framed in cobalt blue, crowned the entrance of the Temple of the Mentor. Dedicated to Ayun, the temple is more like a library than a hall of worship. It doubles as the base of operations for the Marquesian branch of the Library of the Cobalt Soul. Shelves lined the walls of the temple sanctuary, all filled near to capacity with meticulously cataloged tomes, scrolls, and periodicals that were available for public inspection. Stationed at the desk of the receptionist was a man dressed in a smart royal blue suit with a half-cloak and a thin tie named Joven Tyre. Do you have an appointment with Miss Question? he asked. North told Dovin that they did not have an appointment, but they did meet her in Bazozan and had a chat with her the day before. Yes, Question did arrive back in town last evening, and she filled out her 72-4 return to headquarters form. So she is on duty today. However, it is very improper that you failed to make an appointment, but I will overlook it this time, only if you fill out the paperwork correctly in the future. Dovin took note of the subtle blue tones of North's outfit, a style made more low-key because North worked with expositors, who sometimes get into the shadier side of information gathering. Looking annoyed, Dovin left the fetch question. As North was waiting, he saw four or five cobalt soul monks poring over a map of Ankarel, apparently trying to find a location or a possible entrance to something. Question returned, escorted by Dovin, and gave North a huge hug, calling them by the name that the archive in Port Denali knew them by, Arnvus. Continually fiddling with his tie, Dovin was not quite happy with Question's informality and tried to listen in on North and Question's conversation. Question tried to make the Aladdin feel more at home, saying, You are in my hometown now. How can I accommodate you today? North replied, This does feel like home, but just a little bit to the left. Question asked North about Port Denali and the Cobalt Soul archive there. North told her that there were outdoor reading areas with sails instead of roofs, and that Port Denali was a port city, so there was that inspiration for the decor. Cozy comfy, he said. As North rolled a natural 20 on a deception roll, Dovin was somewhat, but not quite satisfied with the appearance of a cobalt soul member from another continent. Question had never been to the Menagerie Coast, and asked about it as a vacation spot. North mentioned the lavish chateau in Nicodranus, where the Ruby of the Sea sings. Question replied that there were lots of music halls and music from all over Alexandria here in Ankarel. Getting down to business, Question took North over to a comfy couch, where she sat with her knees up, holding a cushion, listening to North. Meanwhile, Dovin pretended to sort books onto a nearby library shelf while listening to them. North asked about the different factions, 
to know what's what, if there's any beef, whose toes to avoid stepping on, and how they view one another. Question replied, the Cobalt Soul and the Allegiance of Allsight can peruse each other's libraries. We have a very strong bond. The goal of the Allegiance of Allsight, that they were trying to rebuild the robust academic tradition that defined the elves and orcs of Kael Morrow. The faction was led by two headmasters, the dour James Chiron, an elf, who was also the head of the Crystal Chateau's program for the arcane arts, and the kindly Grizz Alacritos, a goblin, whose infectious enthusiasm made him the more popular of the pair. The Allegiance of Allsight was an academic collective known across Marquette. Its original members came to Ankarel from across the continent to rebuild the robust academic tradition that defined the elves and orcs of ancient Kael Morrow. The Allegiance of Allsight is embodied in two of Ankarel's academic institutions, Terrace Schoolhouse, the city's largest center of education, and the Crystal Chateau, an elite school of arcane principles in the center of the Allegiance's operations. Students from anywhere in Ankarel are welcome at Terrace Schoolhouse, but the Crystal Chateau's programs are extremely competitive, and all pupils there are required to join the Allegiance of Allsight. In recent years, the faction's leadership has been focused on uncovering the secrets of Kael Morrow, the sunken runes beneath the city. Jamon, wise ruler of Ankarel, recently allowed them to reopen the entrance to the buried runes. The Allegiance wants to rediscover the knowledge and magic that was lost to the ages during the Calamity. North agreed with Question that learning about history is important because you can't know where you're going if you don't know where you're from. Question continued, saying that the allegiance of Allsight have been having confrontations with the Consortium of the Vermilion Dream, and the Consortium was in league with a smaller group called the Sentinels of Memory. The Consortium of the Vermilion Dream studied the supernatural, legends, folklore, and ghosts, and especially the effects of rudeness on people. They are aggressive and profit-driven, and the Sentinels of Memory believe that the past is dangerous, and no one should be digging it up again. North rushed over how maybe they don't agree with the Sentinel Memory's point of view, that history should stay in the past, but they can understand why some people would think that. After the conversation wound down, Dovin returned to his desk. North asked about Dovin, and Question told him that he does everything by the books. As the tiefling left, Question asked North if they would like to go out dancing sometime, and North told her yes. Alone at last, North began researching the library about the city of Kael Morrow, the battle that happened there, and if there was anyone who had completed any recent research about it. Now we go over to Lapis, who was deciding on where to go first. The rivals were staying at the Harried Mongoose in the River District. Lapis decided to use the Sitting Stone to send a message to Question, who answered it as she was walking away from North. Lapis asked where she could find Prolix, a tiefling member of the Legions of Allsight. She told her that Prolix was probably teaching classes at the Crystal Chateau. Lapis headed to the Crystal Chateau, a huge arcane university run by the Allegiance. Looking around, she asked the dwarf manning a help desk about Prolix. The dwarf told her that he would be free soon, and if Lapis wouldn't mind waiting. In the area, she saw lots of libraries and students studying under a giant sycamore tree. Deciding to stay close, Lapis sat and waited for the tiefling on a bench. After waiting about 45 minutes, Prolux appeared, apologizing again for his rudeness back in Bazozan. Lapis asked Prolux if he could send a message to Varen Thales, the Tascan. The tiefling warned her that he was only able to cast a sending spell twice in a day, and then cast a spell for her. Lapis's message. Hey Varen, it's Lapis. Do you mind taking care of the horses we left? P.S. Congratulations on the sex. Varen's reply. I have been taking care of them. 
I will make sure that they are watered, fed, and brushed every day. Where are you? P.S. What? Lapis's second message. We're in Ankharel. I heard that you and North did stuff before we left the Betrayer's Rise. Varen's second reply. Ankharel is quite beautiful there, I've heard. I've never been. I don't know what you mean. Prolix told her that she needed to get any more sending spells sent out today, that there were other mages in town. Other mages? Lapis asked. Do people sell themselves out with magic? Prolix told her that the rich bitches like to go to the consortium for their magical needs. They were always looking to make money. There's a magic shop in the Suncut Bazaar called Mystic Pursuits, but there are other places all over town. Be careful, there are con artists out there, but Mystic Pursuits was reputable. Before leaving, Prolix added that his colleague, Limey Whist, was planning on getting in touch with her in the party to offer employment, and that they were reaching out for some help. Lapis responded, We aren't real adventurers. Prolix, That's not what I heard, but you did go into a dungeon. Lapis, Lots of people died going into Betrayer's Rise. Prolix said, You didn't die, and that makes you more of an adventurer than those that did. Prolix assured Lapis that they were in good hands with the allegiance of Allsight, telling her that we will look out for you. After Prolix left, Lapis decided to travel to the Suncut Bazaar to visit the magic shop that the Tiefling recommended. Back to the Temple of the Mentor, North rolled an 18 on an investigation check. North discovered that a lot of the books about K.L. Morrow were gone, and that there were only a few left. They discovered K.L. Morrow was a city located in the jungles of Marquette before and during the time of the Calamity. It was populated by a mixture of elves and orcs, the orcs having joined the city shortly after they were transformed by the blood of Grumsh. It was a very peaceful society, considered utopian, and the population worshipped the Archheart. Grumsh, the enemy of the Archheart, targeted Kael Morrow and attempted to strike the center of the city with a mighty blow of his spear, the force of which would destroy the entire continent. A warrior, blessed by the gods, blocked his blow. Marquette survived, but the jungle became a desert, and the city was pushed far underground in the destruction. North also discovered that the name of the city, Kael Morrow, was a name given to it by the Allegiance of Allsight scholars, meaning the Drowned City. As North finished his research, Dovin approached North and gave him a stack of paperwork to fill out. This will allow you to operate as a Cobalt Soul agent within Ankarel's jurisdiction. I would need you to fill these out, and if you make any mistakes, you will have to redo the whole form. North replied, You had better give me multiple copies then. We now join episode 17, North and Lapis's Day Off, now in progress. Where were we? <laughs> I, I, I oh. need a double of your files just in case yes. I make a mistake on so, the first one so I don't have to come yes. back. So uh, we're getting lots of like papers and gives you like an extra ink vial just in case. And oh, says, just so make much. sure you do, don't, don't, don't mess it up. Um, it's very, my, my superior is very particular about anyone who, any Cobalt Soul member working in on Corral. I just, we, we, we want to make sure we get in everybody's good graces and like sh- make mm-hmm. a good showing because we're fairly new here and we want to make yeah. sure that Jamon knows, you know, what's going on. Okay. So yes, everything's okay. So, mm-hmm. um, so he adjusts his tie. Oh, yeah. I mean, no problem. I mean, we've been established for a bit longer in Wild Mount, so it's not as... I've heard of some people just popping in the teleportation chambers without even, like, warning in advance. That was pretty weird. That, that is very, very, very weird. Yeah. So, um, anyway, um, I will be back here if you need any help. 
Mm-hmm. Or if you need me to explain any, any of the big words. I can read. That's good. And he goes over and sits down and starts writing, but he's watching you. I have the face of a person who, um, you know, like a, someone who really works like a lot of terrain, but mm-hmm. who hates paperwork. Uh-huh. That's what I do right now. I was just like, oh, the fun part's over. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So you start, you sit down and you start doing it. Lapis. Hey. What do you do? Uh, heading over to the Suncut Bazaar, going to the uh, Mystic uh, Pursuits, so mm-hmm. I can find a couple of things for myself. Okay. A colorful tapestries frame the entrance to this establishment. Beyond the threshold, silk curtains cover the walls, and magical baubles cover low wooden tables, illuminated by scented candles. There is a soothsayer in robes. And like covering her hair, um, and a deep blue hood covered, covering her eyes, and a deck of cards spread out. Um, and she says, "Hello, hello. Please come in to me, come into my shop. How may I help you?" Uh, first off, wanted to know if you had any uh, any sort of arcane focuses. That can replace the ones that I have, because currently they don't really fit my hand very well. Oh, of course. Uh, let me see. Let me see your hands. Well, you can see one. The other one's kind of fucked up right now. And I'm are you, are you under a curse? No, not a curse so much. Hmm. Well, let me see. Let me see. And she just offers the one hand. And the claws that basically make up her arcane focus mm-hmm. uh, are, they aren't fitting very well. They're a little bit too big. And Got so it. they're kind of sliding in. Sliding like, in and out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and describe these like, these are like little like kind of like rings that go over your fingers and they become claws or? Yes. Okay. Yes. And they're actually made of the crystal. Excellent. Okay. Um. The, um, she says, um, my name is Amkanzin, and I am a seer and a soothsayer, and also a purveyor of magical art. So I do have many, many, many trinkets and for sale that I can perhaps help you with find something that will serve your purposes. And she pulls out some boxes. And... A lot of them, there's a lot of fake shit here. Like, because you're in the touristy area, and she kind of like, she takes out, and she's watching you carefully. I'd like you to make an insight check. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at her, too. Is it... uh, where's my insight? That's a 16. 16. The, um, um, yeah. So what she do- is doing is that she's placing some arcane focuses, like there's some crystals, and she's placing some um, like jewelry out. And you're looking at it, and I'd like you to make an arcana check. Uh, nat 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the um, several of the items 
the ones that are closest to you on the table are fake. Like the crystals are like made of like this cheap, breakable um, plaster almost with a little shine to them. And, but in the back is this really simple looking like ivory uh, tarnished um, pendant. And it has some sort of like this vibrational effect. Like you can just feel it sitting on the table. And it's, but it's the, like the dullest thing on the table. And there's some other pieces of jewelry. And some of the jewelry has like some sort of perhaps magical, but most everything on here is like just completely like dud. Like mm. it's a dud. And she's lo- watching you very carefully. Like almost this is a test. This is really all that you have? Well, what, what appeals to you? I mean, nothing really here really, you know, I have, I have, lot, I have a lot more. I just, what no, appeals no, it's to all me? right. It's all right. And she like picks up the really worn pendant and just like, I mean, this is like the best you have, but like. It is not the best I have. And she just sweeps everything off the <laughs> table. You are the real deal. And she just, she grabs your hand and holds it uh-huh. and is like. There are so many charlatans come through my shop, and they they think they're mages, and they 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 are just looking for trinkets to make themselves look pretty. But you, you are the real thing. You are the real deal. Okay, you can let go of my hand now. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, And she pulls out another box, and there are like you see all sorts of beautiful and also magical in the sense that they have. Magic can be channeled through them. They're not like magical items, like per se, yeah. like the DMG. But these are like definitely arcane focus type type stuff. There's one really nice piece that has like the claw like things for your fingers, but as it goes back into a bracelet along Ooh. the arm. Um, and but there's like several rings. There's pendants, like all of them pretty. There's like she's just like really like showing you. She takes about thirty minutes and just like tells you the history of each item and how she acquired it, and just very enthusiastic. Well, you know, I just need to get one for myself and for my hands. So if I could find a pair, that would be perfect. of course, of course. Uh, she actually digs in another box and finds another for the pair. How much would this be? Um, sorry, cocked. Okay, she says. Normally, I would charge five hundred gold for this, but a hundred gold will do. A hundred gold. Hmm. And now, I do accept trade, also. Well, I have these things, and uh, she's going to reach into. Uh, her pouch, and she's going to pull out the stuff that she got from the rock, mm-hmm. like the rock stomach earlier. Got it. So she's going to have like a couple of like the really old looking uh, rings in there. She, she, you see her kind of cast the detect magic on it, mm-hmm. and she's like, some sort of necromantic residue on this. What's the history behind these pieces? Um, they were inside of rock. Interesting. Uh, and yeah, it, it was in its stomach. I, I tore it open and boom, we got these. And I also have these 
uh, nifty glasses here. <sighs> she and the spell that she just cast is still going, and she's like, "Those are magical. Those that's a true magical item." Hmm. Uh, do well, you want me to identify it for you? I'll, I'll throw it in for free. I would enjoy that. And she reaches over and kind of touches them. They are eyes of the eagle. Hmm. All right, you know, I'll keep these, but these gaudy ass rings, I don't need these. And honestly, hmm. uh, if you just make up, you know, a story about where they came from, I'm sure some <laughs> people would. Uh, some of these pieces that I just scattered onto the floor that, that just go with everywhere. I have very elaborate fake stories for them. It's how I can choose and pick who my true customers are. You know, I, I make a lot of money off the tourists, but like these, people like you who are, who are practitioners of the art. So beautiful, so beautiful. And she like takes them and actually it kind of shines them up and they look a little bit better. Um, she's like, I will leave the necromancy on it. Leave the necromancy on it. It it will make quite a story. Like maybe it'll give somebody nightmares. <laughs> Ooh. Um, and she takes them and she says, "I believe it's a fair trade. The claws with the bracelet attachments for these for these stones." All right, we have you have yourself a deal. It's nice to meet you, uh, Miss. Uh, what was your name? My name is Lapis Prisma Wing. Lapis Prisma Wing. And she actually, like, pulls out a little journal. And you just see, like, actually the journal has a, she touches a hand to it and it glows and opens. Like, it wouldn't be able to open it. Nobody else would be able to open it except her. And she takes a pen and writes your name into it in, like, exactly what you purchased. And it's like, I shall keep track of what you buy here and... You know, for, perhaps for every five items you buy, I can throw in a trinket for you in the future. As one of my oh. special customers. Well, thank you. That Actually, you, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you said that you can see your soothsayer, right? You can, I, I, can I you am, see I am a soothsayer, yes. There's a place that I want to kind of see how it, it's going right now. Are you wishing an actual scrying spell? Or are you wishing for me to reach out to the spirits and perhaps find someone who can tell me what's happening? That, if you can. Hmm. I just want to see how they're doing. What is the name of this place? Caspabon Village. It's, uh... It's in a different continent. Oh, distance means nothing to me. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can read the stars. Oh, you too. <gasps> really? In a you, sense. You, you, are a, you are a practitioner of star magic? A little bit. And she kind of, uh, when she puts on like the claw, she kind of does her normal magic where she traces, uh, a lot of the constellations and like little flares of magic appear. Oh, that is beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um, she um, goes behind the table, goes back to her table and she's got the cards and she kind of like flips them up and puts them in a box and wraps them in a silk uh, cloth and then puts them away. 
And she's like, hmm, okay. I know this. I'd like you to hold my hands. She holds her hands out on the table. She puts her one hand in. Now, I'm going to call upon the spirits. And I want you to think of this place. And I want you to describe to me what you're seeing. And it will help guide the spirits to me. All right. (sighs) And so she's going to close her eyes and just... So I'm... I'm describing the village, correct? Yes, yes. It is very small, middle of a couple of mountains. Hardly anyone goes there. A large tower overlooms the village. My tower. Mm. And... There are plenty of elves there. Nothing but elves there. And um, elves like you or elves no. of all, all sorts? Elves of all sorts. None like me there. And perhaps a shifter? <laughs> um, she closes her eyes and then opens them, and suddenly there's like fire kind of just kind of slowly drifting out of them. And then next to her, you see this elderly woman, her neck slashed open. And she looks at you and starts crying. Mistress, my queen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You live. You live. I'm I'm, I'm, going to be coming for you. I'm coming for you. Please. He has sold us. He has taken us away. I'll come back. I swear. I swear I'll come back. I'll save you all. And suddenly, like, um, I'm Kinsey. What's her name? I'm... I'm Kes- uh, Kes- I'm Kesney. I'm Kesney. Yeah. I'm Kesney. Just crying, like the tear, like red hot tears of flame going down her face, leaving red trails of, like just almost like burns down her face. And suddenly, she's like, ah, screams, and the spirit is gone. Oh no! I gotta go back. Gotta go back. Uh, and she takes takes that cloth and dabs her cheeks, and she the the, the pain, the the wounds still remain on her face. Are you okay? I, I will be fine. Are are you okay? Is this not the news you were looking for? No, no, no. Oh God, my village! My village is being under attack. It seemed the person I contacted has been dead for quite quite a long time. Oh. It's been a long while since I've been there. 
Oh, God. Is there anything I can do for you, uh, Lapis Prisma Wing? I need you to find part of me. Part you of know, you? I, it's not a curse. Somebody scattered parts of me, the real me, around, and I need to find them. I need to find the next piece. I need to get back as soon as I can. She nods, kind of understanding, but not understanding. Um, I will do whatever I can to help you. Um, I, I do not understand your, your next piece. Your soul. An arm, torso, legs, anything, any of those. And she kind of like actually cast the spell and holds it out to you and says, may I touch you? Mm. On the shoulder. Yes. Yes. And she kind of like, it's basically a detect life spell. And she holds a hand on your shoulder. And she is kind of like weeping a little bit more. It's like, much has happened to you, my child. So much has happened to you. It would take some doing, and it may take some time, but especially if the pieces of your body are far flung. But I, I will help you. I will help you find them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She's like, thank you for coming in today. This was, This is definitely a break from tourist after tourist after tourist, but also I feel like I have something to live for now, something to help with. Mm. Well, technically I am still a tourist here. (laughs) If you ever need anything, magically, just let me know. I, I will. I will. If I don't have it, I can find out. Uh, also, if you're looking for little magic trinkets, my friend next door in the Bone Garden, she may be able to find little little things that may help you and your friends out. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you again. Um. <sighs> may. Is there a goddess of magic in? Exandria. I don't believe like specifically a magic. Of magic, right? Specifically, she would say, "May the Moonweaver watch over you." Yes. Good pick. Good pick. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you. The Moonweaver and her stars watch over you. Same to you. She nods. Come on, Ashes. Let's go. Ashes crawls up onto your shoulder and buries her his head into your neck a little bit. And she gives him some scratches on his head as she walks out. Very, very concerned. And with that, let's go to north, back to north. Uh, <laughs> I'd like you to make... Um, I'd like you to make an intelligence check. 
It's a straight intelligence check. Straight intel? Oh, that's going to be sad. Yeah. Wait, that's a plus three, so that's a six. Six, okay. <laughs> you get to the second like, page. Oh. You get to the second page, and just like a big, like, um, Dovin comes over and says, um, I believe you- I have my che- face on the page. <laughs> yeah. You checked the wrong box there. And he kind of takes it and kind of, you know, Have paper, I? like, dragging your skin. <laughs> it just adds to the markings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Start again. Sure. I had a real shit day yesterday. So today's, today's starting to become a real shit day, too. I, I took a lot of hits on my head. It still hurts. Lots I of punches. left over migraine. And I have to fill paperwork now. <laughs> <laughs> um, make another intelligence check. Oh, that's going to be... Uh, I don't know which one to pick. Same roll! <laughs> okay. Um, question comes back. She's like, her and like three other girls rested blue. What? You're, you're still here? What? Paperwork... Is the vein of my life. And question goes over. It's like, we are taking him out for lunch. He'll be back. And they go over and grab your hands and take you out. Outside. Hi. (laughs) Um, Question says, don't, don't mind him. He, he's just a, a real stickler for the rules. And I think he's making up rules that none of us know about. So. Oh God! Well, how do you get on his bad side? Uh, there's like a big ink. He's like, and she does this when he's like, like licks her thumb and just like wipes the ink off your cheek. Thank you. That's that's yeah. It's very different from reporting. <laughs> um. So, did you find anything out in your research? She kind of whispers over to you. Yeah, a bit. Most of the books have been picked out, but I got some stuff. So that's okay. good. Um, yeah. And they take you to a nearby restaurant. Let's see. Fantasy restaurant names. <laughs> oh, <God>. Please <laughs> don't be the jackal. No. Um. The Western flavor. It's it's food of um um God. Is it like Taldori? Taldori is Taldorian food, yeah. Oh god. Bad okay. Taldorian food, but they, they swear by it. They're like they're like, you just have to like really enjoy it, you know, just really like I don't know, I never went to Taldori and it doesn't make me want to go. <laughs> <laughs> um Did it have like Vegetarian slash pescatarian options. They do. They do. Yeah. Um, At least. Thank you. You see a a sign in there, like a little ad for a store. It says Lord Percy's Haberdashery. And there's an address. Lord Percy's Haberdashery. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go there. Or Percy's. I'm noting that. I gotta go. 
how what, what are her friends like are they like super talkative they're super they talkative like, you don't really have to say much they're very like she's actually quieter than they are oh god i am taking that as a sign to just smile and nod most of the time yeah, or laugh at yeah. a joke mm-hmm so, Not giving away too much about myself, but yeah. just like being good company. Mm-hmm. So dinner, I mean, lunch finishes. Um, questions like, um, so we're we're heading back. Um, are you going to take this moment to escape or are you going to continue filling out paperwork? Oh, she smiles. You know what? I heard my name somewhere and I really got to go. Are you sure? Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, hi, North's distant friend, Arvinus, 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 Okay, it's uh, it's actually like it's an Elven name. It's Aranvis, but you're good. I, That's why I use a travel name. You know, of course, of course. <laughs> you got to be safe. You have to be safe. Yeah. Um. So. Um, yeah. I'll see you again. I'll see you sure. again. Bye. Yeah. And they leave. Now let's go dancing sometime. Definitely, I'll, I'll come find you. Yeah. The um. So where do you head from there? Ooh, do I go to the haberdashery or do I go bully someone? <laughs> hmm. Now it's just lunchtime, so I have time to. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Now, if I'm on a time schedule, I'm gonna. I think I'm just going to, like, stop my little boy's room and take my sash off and put it in my bag just to be, like, still very, like, clean and formal-ish. Right, 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 right. But not, like, outwardly wearing the colors of the soul. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to stealthily, if possible, not not stealthily, like, do-do-do-do, but just, like, avoiding the big, uh, like, big streets. Mm Mm-hmm. And head back to the Sunken Bazaar. Okay. So and you head over there. Go see the moon worshippers. Um, I would like both of you to roll a 20-sided die. And if it's very close to each other, you may run into each other. Oh, cool. Hmm, neat. What you got? Fifteen. Six. <laughs> <laughs> um... North, this you get, one goes away. Yeah. This one goes away. Yeah, North, you get to the um, you get to the the bazaar, and you see this um woman outside of this place called uh, Mystic Pursuits, and she's got these like red streaks on her skin, down like just go all the way down to her to her jawline, and. She's kind of outside, and she's actually like, looks like she's closing up shop for the day. Boy, do I want to bother with that? Am I that kind of person? I'm gonna clock it, but okay. Um, but you see, um, unless place- she just like holds my gaze or something, I'm not. No, going. she kind of she kind of notices, and she looks a little bit sad, but she um. She kind of like looks at you, but she doesn't hold her gaze at all. Uh, there's a shop next to hers called the Bone Garden. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. 
and you also see uh, the casino across the way, mm-hmm. and you see the three-story building that is the first eclipse. Uh, if I head to the first eclipse, do I spot Sathrak? You do, because he is the owner, yep. Um, you get there. You do go in. Oh sure. Okay. So I, you go in, and and Satrak's like, "Damn, hey buddy, you." I was not expecting to see any of any of you today, or for a week, perhaps. I thought you, you might put your nose in meddling. You know, within a couple of weeks, you know, things might happen. Nah, but. you gotta learn to expect the unexpected with me. <laughs> so, you want a drink? Uh, sure. And this guy is a just a reminder: a blue dragonborn, tall, muscular, uh, mm-hmm. just wears like a a vest, no shirt underneath. So it's like it's just like blue chest, it's muscular, open. Gotta show up them, them gains, bro. Yeah. Them titties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dragon titties. Yeah. And um he's like Sure, I'm gonna slap a few like a few silver on the table. Okay. Like, not like I'm not going for yeah. like a low end thing. Got it. He is tall. He is very, very tall. Um <laughs> and the uh crowded tavern, there's a lot of people in here, even though it's like afternoon right now. Um mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of the tables are like, there's no, like, they're like casks and kegs with a Mm -hmm. board pressed over them, nailed over them to make a table. And there's some, some tables and chairs, but you see one wall that's all like cask lids nailed to the wall, different brands and stuff and make a perception check. That's not my strongest. Oh my God, what the fuck is it? Was eleven? Eleven. That's enough. Um, you see, amongst all the symbols, you see a red crescent moon on one of the cask uh, mm-hmm. lids. Uh, but um, um, what's his name again? Because it's not in the thing. I've got Satrak. Satrak, yeah. Satrak. Um. Satrak comes over and he has a little, it's a drink and it has a piece of mango on top. And it's got a little like fizzy red, like he takes a little powder and fruit mm-hmm. into it. And you just see like red bubbles bubbling on the Are top. Are you calling me fruity, Satrak? I'm not sure what I'm calling you yet. I am not going to make any decisions on what I think of you until I get to know you. And that involves That's... you deciding whether to take that drink or not. How strong is it? It's strong. How strong is it? It's not poisoned. It's not poison, but it's a good time? Uh, if you like getting hit over the head with a brick... Gonna down it. Yeah, it's delicious and strong. It's it like, tastes make, like juice, and it tastes like juice. Yeah. Uh, make sure you uh, take the uh, mango after for the finish. Mm-hmm. 
Ja. Mhm. Mhm. Great. So, um. It's been a, not so long, buddy. Um. Yeah. Did my boo leave town already? He's, he's around. Mm-hmm. You looking for him? Maybe. Make a persuasion roll. Persuasion. Mm-hmm. 17. Um, so, um, what do you want with him? I feel like we didn't have the occasion to properly talk. You know, lots of people. Mm-hmm. I get that. You know, there's lots of not sure you get to new town. You're not sure mm-hmm. who you can trust. Well, I'm I never can't. sure who I can trust. Well, that's a good way to be. Um, have you given any thought to helping us out? Have I? You tell me. I mean, I'm going to help whoever helps me. Again, that kind of aligns with our interests. You know, you scratch your back. I like I this. I am flexible yeah. enough for that. Yeah, <laughs> I screwed this up last time. Um, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Yeah. Well, so far i got to figure out what the itch is here, so. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I know that your man went out looking for somebody, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like we keep them under... You know, we don't, we don't like bury them under the, bury them in the basement, but bury them in the cellar when they do something that we don't like. Oh, you don't like pull, just fill a pool with concrete and sink their head under it until they don't move anymore? Uh, only the people that we really don't like. Are, is there anyone part of the building? You'd like to know where the skeletons are. I would too. So, you know, who knows oh. when they'll come back. Mm-hmm. So is he coming back anytime soon, or? Um, I think he's gone for the day. He said, "Don't okay. wait up." Okay. Well, can I leave a message for him? You can. I'm gonna just take the dagger that Io that Io gave back, mm-hmm. slam it into the table. Okay. Leave a gold for the table mm-hmm. and leave. Okay. I won't even touch that. I'll just let, I'll just draw his attention to it when he comes back. He'll figure it out. I'm sure he will. Um, anything else I can do for you? One for the road. Yeah, what's sure. And he takes, it's like, he takes a hollowed out coconut with the top. And like makes the drink in the coconut and puts the mango on top in a straw and hands it to you. Ooh, it's to go. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there any law about like drinking in public? Just don't um no law about drinking in public. Um just don't get into any fights in front of the hand. Okay, cool. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> he nods and you go out. No um uh, lapis. Yeah. Where do you go? 
probably heading back over towards the sigil district so we can meet up with the gang. Okay. Uh, they are. And um, North, you know that, um, like, because we can just kind of back phrase, back phrase, um, uh, recon this, retcon this, uh, mm-hmm. so that like figure like you decided to meet in the afternoon or something. So you know that um, people are going to meet, the rivals were going to meet you all in the like yeah. middle of the afternoon. So if you want to head that direction too, you can be. Oh sure, I'm gonna like. You'll be late coming in late, but. I, I get there and I'm just like scraping the bottom of the coconut. <laughs> okay. Uh, but Lapis has some alone time with the rivals. Okay. So ri- uh, rivals are, um, they come back. Uh, Maggie is not with them. Maggie went to, uh, to the bowl of judgment. And so it is Io, Dermot and Irvin. Irvin is wearing a new cloak and new outfit, like very like dapper, his black vest, black shirt. And he smiles as you come in. Ah, someone, someone looks spiffy today. (laughs) Well, I thought maybe we could explore the town a little bit, you know, you know, see that I hear that the sunsets here, if you can get up on a roof are beautiful. Uh, I mean, we can do that, or, you know, you can go on an airship. That would be nice, too. Lots of things we can do. Um, Io's like, so how's the town? Uh, it's okay, so far. We've done some exploring, but, um, mostly just, we slept, we got very drunk last night and slept in. We were, we were bitching about Galsariad for hours where even is he i don't know um i'm not entirely sure i have not wanted to look for him i have not left messages for him i I don't even know where he's staying all right dermot's like um i probably would um make sure that he was escorted out of any place that we were in i don't want him around us yeah, no, that makes sense. He was he was a dick to well, all of you. <laughs> so um have a seat. Join us. Where where's your friends? Um, I know that Mag I know that uh Orgoth's with Maggie. Uh Wilbin went with them. Oh good, okay. North You know, it's it's a fun thing about North is that we don't know any like if they ever disappear. No idea. And North comes in holding the coconut. Oh, coconut nut is not a nut. Save the demons. <laughs> scrape, scrape, scrape with a spoon. Oh, uh, here, North, I have something for you. What? And I'm going to pass over the eyes of the eagle over oh. towards North. What's that? It's I don't ma- know, but they look pretty cool. And they have magic in them. Think they'd look good on me? They are kind of gold with like a silver trim to them, but they're magical. So I... look like a nerd with that on. Well, you are kind of sort of a nerd already. Yeah. (laughs) I got good eyesight. When wearing them, 
Oh God, that picture of them, they look like kind of like a, they look like they kind look of like a mask. A mask. Yeah. But that's definitely not. I haven't not. looked at it. Yeah. I haven't looked at it. Yeah. I just posted it in. Yeah. I, I just thought that they were. Oh God. Like, yeah. yeah. I they, thought they, they were look- like glasses, glasses. No, they, they look like bird eyes. Um, it's uh, Batman. When, oh my God. <laughs> when wearing them, you have an advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on sight. In conditions of clear visibility, you can make out details of even extremely distant creatures and objects as small as two feet across. Do they require attunement? Uh, they do require attunement. Okay. Yep. And if you oh. can find them in D&D Beyond. So. Nice. D&D. Okay. Um, hmm, cool. <laughs> Io and um, let's see, Io, Dermot, they order food for the table, just a bunch around of stuff. Um, Irvin orders a drink. So have a seat, North. What's what's that? What is that thing you've got? Coconut. I've never seen a coconut. Dermot says. Oh. Well, you know, it's like it grows on palm tree on some palm trees, mm-hmm. and I'm actually pretty done with this one. But it's it's tough to crack. But once you crack it, there's like a white flesh in it that's edible, but also oh. there's like water in it, mm-hmm. and it's. I mean, it's a love it or hate it situation. He nods. Hmm. It's interesting. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Refreshing. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, um, let's see. What would they ask you? What did the rivals ask you right now? So, actually, I think Io would say, so, um, what are you all going to do now? Have we talked about it yet? I think we should discuss that when we're all, all together. Because mm-hmm. right now there's some threads that we've been following, sure, for like a common goal. but. Dermot it told feels, us about the fight. It feels big. It feels so big. I mean, it's it's a that jewel that you all have. I mean, it's dangerous. I mean, not that it's and this is not Galsariad, Ayo says. This is not Galsariad's charming me, but I just feel like you know, can you trust that guy? Elixian? I mean, can you trust anyone, really? Hmm. Well, I know that we're going to, like, I think this is a big enough place that we can make some money here. Mm-hmm. And go on adventures and, and you know, have some fun and, and help you all out when you need it. And... Because it's good to know people in a new place. I wish there was more water around here, though. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I miss the sea. Yeah. Um, Lapis? Um, I love that new... Um, do you keep your hand like would you would she be able to see your new jewelry? Probably not. not. She's still covered. Okay. Um 
Let's see. Aya would say. Aya would say. So, um, so you actually kind of as the conversations kind of like split off and people are talking at the table. She leans over to you, Lapis, and says, "Um, so you have a date with uh, Irvin later." I mean, it's not. We're just hanging out. You know what I mean. I mean, he wants to hang out with you, and I hope that I hope that you you two have fun together. Well, thanks. Uh, haven't been here before. Kind of got a lot of things in my mind right now, so maybe this will help. I'm gonna have a regular insight check. Um, everything okay? Uh, just things back at home. I'm sorry. It's all right. Eventually, I'll come back and fix things. Okay. Are you homesick? I guess you could say that. Hmm. It's the people that I miss. I get that. There's not many Tritons around. Um, or Genasi. There's not many Genasi. Water Genasi around. So, I miss my family, too. <sighs> I'm sure Dermot misses his family as well. Dermot's like, I do! <laughs> but, he, he comes over, uh, he says, I do, but, again, I'm the youngest of 25, so... God. I, I Going home once a year is enough for me, is what he says. Youngest of 25, how old are you? Um, I am 19. Is that how old you are? Ayo? Uh, Ayo's, yeah, I'm 18. Oh. Yeah, they're young. Children. Yeah. I feel like an old fart. What about you, uh, Irvin? Irvin's, uh, I'm 24. I'm a little bit older. Babies. A lot of them, babies. Oh, and how old are you, North? Closing in on 200? How yeah, old are you, a... Olympus? Not entirely sure. That checks. When's your birthday? <laughs> Is it coming up soon? If you don't remember it, we're going to give one to you. Well, you could technically say I have two birthdays. That's true. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. You decide which one you want, and we'll celebrate it. Well, then we won't be celebrating for a while. Hmm. <laughs> Don't look sad. Um, so, you all talk for a couple of hours, um, and I think they're they're going to go and like eventually, like once the meeting is over, they're going to go and talk to some people and try to like suss out some missions or something that they can do. Um, is there anything else you want to do with the rivals before they leave or talk to them about? Oh, and Irvin is like making plans to meet with you later tonight. Hey, Irvin. Yeah. Lapis, right? What? Lapis, right? Um, You're going on a date soon. It's not a date. We are friends. 
I'm courting you can't her. Tell me. I'm courting her. Oh, how's that going? I think pretty well. I mean, she said yes to going out, so I'm gonna need the deeds. I will tell you what I decide to tell you. How's that? Okay, that's 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 fine. That's that's fine. That's fine. Really, I'll figure out the rest. Okay. I'll uh, the rest. Dermot comes over to Lapis and like, le- like this goes from North straight to Lapis and says, um, we're going to go meet uh, somebody about a killing some rats in a cellar. I think I, I don't know. And it's, I don't know what the deal is, but um, will you be free later? Yeah. Um, after the date, I think. Okay. Let's, let's meet tonight. Yeah. I'll see you guys later. And they go, leaving you there with North. So did you find out what you needed to find out? A few things, yeah. Did some research on that city that we've been talking about. Not much, but there's a bit. Got a feel of what Allegiance is doing, what the consortium is doing. Yeah, it's not... It's not too... um, I have some paperwork to fill. Technically, I'm never going back there. Oh, oh no! Is it one of those? Is it like the DMV? Oh, it's worse. <laughs> it's oh, so no. much worse. I don't know if Orgoth hit me on the head like one too many times, but I could not get past page two. Wait, how many pages was it? Seventeen. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I don't think we need to go back there. Especially you. No. Never. I was supposed to make an appointment. I did not. Wait, you're supposed to make an appointment? To go to a place where I technically, like, belong in. Yeah. Is it different from the Menagerie Coast? What? Very much so. We don't take appointments at the Menagerie Coast. You just walk in. Like, you can go to a barber shop and go like, hey, bitch, do you get any, like... Spots for me, and they go like, "Yeah, it's very, very loosey goosey." But no, this place is just like, "Oh God!" Maybe it's because there's more people here. Girl, I don't know. It feels like this guy had a stick up his ass, and even if I took a crowbar to it, it wouldn't budge. Jesus! All right. Uh, how did your day go? Um, got myself a New Yorkine focus. I met a very sweet lady. She is very, very nice. Mm-hmm. Found out a couple of things about, um, well, she's going to try and find my body. Oh. At least a piece or two. Oh, that's cool. So, I mean, yeah, I just got to wait for her. I mean, it's going to help, right? Yeah. Um, probably talk to Prolix tomorrow. There's a couple of more sending that I need happening, but. No, you sent, you sent, you sent someone today? Yeah, I needed to talk to uh, Baron to ask him to take care of the uh, the horses. Oh, yeah. Hope Donkey's doing well. He said he's going <laughs> to feed them, uh, wash them, and just take care of them until we come back. Oh, he's so nice. Amazing. Yeah, he is. He yep. is. What's, what's that about? Oh, just wondering a couple of things. That's all. I asked him about something. I'll let you know later. I'll let you know. I, okay. I, sure. Yeah, the sending spell is only twice a day. Only 25 words. Oh. You don't get a lot. No, I've never, I've never used that. I wouldn't know. Well, hopefully Prolix can do it again tomorrow. 
Hopefully. Hopefully. And then I'll find out. You're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so, are, what are you going to do now? I mean, it's, it's like we got this thing thrust upon us, right? Like, it's, it's, it's big, really. Yeah. I've got some stuff to figure out back home, but it's not like anything that. It, it can take some time. I, I'm i getting older and I'm still very patient. Well, I don't have the patience for what I need to do, but I can't really do anything until I find out where the next body is. So I what, guess I just have to what, sit around what and What do you wait. want to do? I mean, find Rakan. Yeah, sure. But, like, do you have a plan? Murder. <laughs> steps steps well i'll figure that out once i get my my to get my parts because those come first without it well i'm kind of useless compared to him to him yeah sure but like do you keep an eye out on where like his whereabouts you had someone to like i tried you still can't find him i think he's close to i don't know I mean, if he um, called um, himself Lord Rakan, I mean, you're going to hear about it. Yeah, you would think. But even Penumbra, like, had something with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so Lord, so, like, you'd, you'd expect to hear about someone like that. Yeah, I mean, I asked Varen, but even he didn't know. I mean... And you would think... Basil Zan seem like they, they have a lot going on already. Yeah. So once I find out more, or at least find somebody who could find him, after I get my body parts, because what's the point of looking for him now when he can immediately change his location in, like, a week or two? Uh, how, how funky is it to have, like, your own feet but not your own legs? It's weird. Like, have you ever gone several days without sleep, and then you look at your hand and you're like, oh, man, that's moving, and I don't even know how that's happening. I don't need many drinks. Yeah, many drinks. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. How do you even get from point A to point B? It's kind of force of will, in a sense. Yeah. I just have the magic move for me. God, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because like last time I, I got to that stage, I, I was basically in a friend's arm and asking him if I could sleep on the curb. Maybe you shouldn't drink so much. Maybe. A coconut, though. Yeah, I've never seen a coconut before. Well, now I have. (laughs) Is it it always just, like, brown? And fuzzy? I mean, some of them are not as fuzzy. Like, they're just, like, kind of peelish. They're They're not all the same, but, like, most of the ones you'll see are like that. And some people... Don't ask me why, but they're just like take two halves and one serum teed out. They just like make oh, a broad of it. Is that the style? I don't know. It's weird. It doesn't look very comfy. I don't know. I don't have that. You should try it one day. Let's see. See how see how it feels. Sure. Put the coconut in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's empty now. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> Along with all the glasses and dishes and 
cutlery that I stole from bars. Um, the uh, barkeep comes over and it's like, uh, another drink for, for the gentleman and the lady? Uh, no thanks. Mm, maybe, maybe, maybe just a little. Well, actually, I need something to kind of wash down a bit of lunch still. Went to lunch was go- with question. The place was kind of got awful, but the company was nice. Um, just, as- just a little thing to wash them down. Yeah. And the barkeep uh, comes and gives you just a <laughs> like ale. a ginger ale. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Um, it's slightly alcoholic, like ginger ale, but it's like a little bit alcohol, but not much. Um, oh, not much is good right now. <laughs> yeah. The, um, day drinking, the, um, as you are sitting there, a tall, muscular gentleman walks into the bar, goes up to the bar, and he is wearing clothes of an imperial style. And just goes up. And kind of sits at the bar and orders an ale. Do I recognize this person? You don't recognize the person, but you have not seen, like, dre- yeah, like it fair. looks like someone, um, um, he's got kind of reddish brown hair, uh, like a thin, sharp mustache. And Is he wearing, like, imperial armor? No, or? not armor. It was just, like, clothes in the imperial style. That's comfortable and a little bit on the ritzy side, a little bit, not like he's like a rich person, but he's just wearing nice clothes. Has a little like half cloak over one shoulder, pinned. Has the, um, the clasp is a imperial crest. Okay. Dang. Okay. I'm going to clock that. I'm going to finish okay. my drink. Mm-hmm. Put money on the table. Lapis, you see North's kind of paying attention to the man. Someone we should look out for? No, I'm not sure. Hmm? Is he looking in our direction? No. Hmm. Especially because okay. he kind of went quiet when he came in. So he, he seems to be having quiet, pleasant conversation with the bartender. Do you think Wilvin knows him? Maybe. Just keeping an eye out for our good old buddy. Wouldn't like him to run into, to run into trouble. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. too much stuff we gotta go through. We, we can't pick we fights just, with these guys. We just got so much stuff going on. Yeah. Um, how about we? So I heard that there was um a casino. Yes. Yes. There's a casino, and then there's the bathhouse. Yes, 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 yes. Would love, would love a good bath. I would go, but it doesn't feel right to me. Indeed. Maybe we should like get you some like like a basin and some water like brought up. Just like I'll 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 leave you to it. I, I mean I could probably wash up in the room later. Yeah. No more. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll go do that. Casino. <laughs> do you have Lady Luck on your side? Is it each chance you'll win big? Uh, let's put it at 7550 that I'll uh, 7525 that I'm gonna lose big, but it's part of the game. I'm here to win, you know. Like, if you don't take risks, you don't lose, but you don't win. Are you saying you play fair and square? Depending, I think you should put your uh hands to work with uh, some cards. Maybe. But you know, like... <laughs> I, I hope they don't do that. You know, like, I would like to inquire about what if the punishment for cheating in such an establishment because I would like to keep all my fingers. Thank you. Well, don't know until we go and check it out. Um, Let's go. The man kind of turns around and says um sorry overheard a little bit but um just be careful in the casinos they ban people they don't chop off hands they're not that barbaric here hi my name's mitchell (laughs) (laughs) i don't mean to laugh but sorry i I just i pegged you not for a mitchell (laughs) (laughs) It was the name my father gave to me, and I must, it is the burden I must bear. There's no uh, name changes, huh? Um, I don't mind it. Um, I'm proud of my family. So, you, newcomers to Ankarel yourself? And he actually pulls up a chair and sits down next to you. God! <laughs> Well, you know, I have a busy day. I need to go wash up for a day. I'll see you later, Nor. Bye. Bye, Mitchell. Um, <laughs> bye, um, Miss. Uh, I didn't catch your name. That's all right. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> so, in any case, um, I'm staying upstairs as well. You're I proud just... of your family, you said. Yes. Like you're from the Empire, right? I am from the Wendland Empire, yes. Mm -hmm. What family? Um, The Mitchell family. The um, (laughs) Mitchell. Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs) It's a last name. Um, I have, um, I'm just a low level diplomat. You know, I'm just here on some business. So. Business? Are there like any alliances planned? No, not that I know of. We have an embassy here, just around the corner. Are you from the the ambassador? I am not the ambassador. No, Uh, she is very, uh, very keen to let people know that she is the ambassador. But yes, so I shouldn't say that in front of her. No, no, no. Just be, be. If you ever meet her. Just be kind. Of course, I wouldn't know if I saw her. I, I would probably know. I wouldn't know. I. Hmm. Can I get an inside check on this man? Make an inside check, yeah. Which die is gonna betray me. 
Uh, where is it? Okay, that's a 13. 13. Um, he's just... He just seems to be shooting the shit. Okay, okay. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be too... Like... No, he's not prying for information. He's just trying to be friendly. Okay, with somebody gonna... he sees as an outsider, like, not from here. I'm gonna shoot the shit a little more, but, like, at some point, I'm gonna... Bail. <laughs> Bail. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so during the shooting, the shit, uh, Lapis gets ready for the date, and you come down, um, all freshened up, and where are you meeting, Irvin? Lapis. Oh, you're muted. Yeah, we never picked the place. Uh, hmm. I would probably would have waited at the end. At the end. Yeah. Lapis, I mean, uh, sorry, Irvin comes to pick it up, um, pick you up. Lapis. Um, Irvin comes in and he's wearing his outfit and you can tell that his um, cloak, it had a little couple of wrinkles in it from just sitting, Mm -hmm. sitting back, you know, his chair, sitting on a little bit. He's pressed it. He's taken it somewhere and gotten it wrinkles ironed out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He comes in and says, "Um, so um, are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay. Um, So um, I couldn't help but notice, like, actually, actually, um, this is something. Did you buy shoes? Did that is that something I'm no. like misremembering? You have not bought show. Bought yeah, I have not yet. bought shoes yet. Okay, okay. Um, he takes you to the Skyport, north of town, and it's um. He actually like pulls out his uh, goes up and buys a ticket for the both of you, and there's a there's a short line. It's dark. A lot of the people who are out are all dressed up, and they've got a a lovely tour of the city. It basically just like goes up, circles the city, and comes back. It's short. Um, it's like like I know that you know you don't eat really much, so um, I didn't have dinner date plans or anything. But I just thought we could see the city all lit up at night. That would be really nice. Yeah. And I hope I could see the stars from there too. I think getting away. Um, I was reading the brochure, and they have a brochure here. He pulls out a pamphlet and actually hands it to you. You're such a tourist. <laughs> I am. I can't help it. The um, it was just really nice to get out of Zorhas. Really, so nice. Um, and he actually stops and thinks about it for a second. And, um, he's like, you seem to get sad for a second, but then he kind of shakes it off and says, um, so the, um, the ship takes a tour of the city and then it flies up high to get away from the lights. And then you can see the, the, the stars above clearer. Um, and the ship. 
that you go on to is very small. It's more like the size. It'll hold maybe like the, the deck will hold about maybe um, maybe like 15 to 20 people. And then there's like a, a, like a cabin in the back of the skyship and the wings kind of furl out foom, and like foom, 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 it flies up and there's like seats and there's a, a waiter and a waitress that come around taking drink orders. And, um, um, Monsieur and Madame, um, may, may I take your order, please? Uh, nothing for me. I'm good. Um, just the water for me. And um, he brings the water back and kind of drinks it. Um, and the, the sh- a lot of the buildings, like the tall, um, the, like they, they concentrate on the palace. And like, they're just like lights, like magical lights that kind of like illuminate the crystals. And they, they glow and like kind of spread their glow out over the city, like a, a light blue. And they're almost like, you notice as um, the, the, uh, there's a uh, tour guide and he's pointing out the crystals glow and they grow. And when they reach the top, it's the top of the hour. And then they recede back and then go back up to the top of the hour again. Um, it's quite beautiful. And they point out different locations in the city and then the, the skyship flies up. And it kind of flies past the skyport, and there's it's just this big giant tower, and you see like three and four larger, much larger skyships made for uh, intercontinental travel, docked. But this is a small ship, and it goes up, and the stars above, like ting, like twinkling. And you can kind of see, like you know, the Milky Way, kind of like the like the nebulas and like gases, like a stripe across the sky. Like it's that dark, this high up. And they go pretty high. In fact, they go around and pass out blankets in case anybody gets cold. And um, <laughs> Irvin says, um, are you cold? Like, no, I'm not. Well, if you need, if I can always, you know, he puts his arm around you. Around the seats, basically, so... Um, and it's just a very, very lovely. And also because of the, what's the engines for these ships are quiet. And so it's just silent up here. And you just hear kind of like the gentle, sometimes the, um, the wings that are uh, extended out flap a little bit. There's very little breeze. Wow. This is extremely romantic. (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Oh, um, I never really had anything like this before. What's your favorite star? Mm, probably. Well, promise you won't uh, get mad. I won't get mad. No, because it uh, kind of shares a name with someone you know. And then suddenly, hi, um, and you see a man, an elven man, Pollux, wearing a tux, 
and he's got a little uh, white cloth over his arm and he comes out and he's like, uh, would you like for a, a high, high lapis? Irvin's like, um, can I, can, can I get you anything? And, and Irvin's like, no, could you please, um, uh, we're good. Um, wh- what are you doing here anyway? It's like, well, I ran out of, I had elven money, but they wouldn't take it. And so I, <laughs> I had to, <laughs> I, I ran out of, I, I didn't have any real money, so I had to get a job. And so you're working here. Yes. Um, so, um, I, I thought elven money was leaves. Like I, he pulls out a bunch of leaves. I just couldn't find any place to exchange the leaves, like, like elven money, for for Ankharel money. So I had to get a job because I I couldn't even I had to I had to sleep on the streets last night, but it was fun. It was nice. I was I was up in a tree, and Irvin is like, um, do you think, um, Irvin, come, um, come with me. And he grabs Irvin's, um, grabs Pollux's hand and takes him over to, and he's like, just start, you just see him silently, like, talk, giving him a talking to. She just, she just, she just grabs Ashes and just like holds on to him and like gives him pets. And he's like, you know what? That's fine. That's fine. I don't mind. He brings some laughs, he brings some joy. Oh, what the fuck was up with those leaves? <laughs> and um, Irvin comes back and uh, Pollux actually like follows him and says, I'm sorry I interrupted your evening. I'm told that I shouldn't be here, but I have a job. So would you like anything to drink? Also, and he pulls the pocket, he pulls out this big giant peacock feather and hands it to you. Um, I pulled this from a bird. Um, I tried to get to give it back to the bird, but uh, I don't. It, it's it wouldn't fly. I, I didn't think the bird could fly without the peacock feather, so I was trying to give it back. But if you happen to see a, a peacock um, without a feather, give it back, and he'll be able to fly again. So you, uh, you have this. That's not how peacocks work. I don't think. Um. Anyway, I'm going to go. Um, Hi, um, miss. And he follows this person and starts like, and you see the woman and the man he's following. He's obviously interacted with him earlier tonight, like running away from him. And <laughs> Pollux follows him. And Irvin sits down, puts his uh, arm around you. Lapis is just before she sits down, she's uh, going to, or before he sits down, she's going to take out one of her favorite books, open it up to like the, to like the middle of the page where a couple of the flowers that Pollux already gave her are mm-hmm. kind of pressed in there and just puts the peacock feather in and puts it okay. away. And Irvin's like, what's your second favorite star? Okay, so you see that giant one that's kind of in between both of the uh, both of the moons. I do, (laughs) I do. Yeah, it's that one. (laughs) And and as you look up, 
you see the red moon suddenly blink out. It's Did gone. Irvin, do you what? I I know that um Ruidus can has strange properties where it can go from full to crescent overnight, so it maybe it's just doing its thing. I don't know. That's not how moons moons just don't blink out of existence like that. Uh, it is cursed. I guess. Anyway, um, what star were you? And he's like, he's getting a little nervous because the date is like getting weird. So, well, once we're once we're down, I feel like I we should stop by like a quick shop. This entire time, I've been walking on bare feet. Um, you have? Yeah. Why, didn't you, why didn't you say something? Oh well, it doesn't really bother me too much. I just feel like, you know, I'm looking around, people are really, you know, gussing themselves up. It kind of makes me feel a little bad that I'm still just kind of wearing what I normally wear. Lapis, you look beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, And the boat starts flying, skyboat starts floating back down, doing a slow circle, and it's getting close to the palace, Cerulean Palace, doing a kind of a slow circle around it before docking at the skyport. And Irvin stands up, offers his hand, help you up. She takes it. And you go and buy some shoes. Yay. Um, Just some normal sandals, yeah. probably. <clears throat> Pollux is not around <laughs> for the shoe-buying experience. Um, Irvin um, offers to pay for them, of course. No, it's all right. Okay. I got it. Okay. And is there any place else you want to go after... Well, what time is it now? It's still um, nighttime, it, right? It's still nighttime, probably evening, like probably nine, nine o'clock. Mm. So how good are you at uh, gambling? I am pretty good. And he actually takes That's a coin good. out and flips it between his fingers, like making it move. Like, you know what? Let's, let's test out your lady luck. Come on. Okay, let's go. We're gonna go gamble. Okay, so you head to the you head to the casino, um, north. Yeah, what's up? So what, I have what? butterflies in my heart right now. <laughs> <laughs> so north, you head out. What actually? What were you doing? I, I can't remember. It's been that was. Like, I was just ditching this man who yeah. makes me wildly uncomfortable. Like I, I am not sure about like. He wasn't too, 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 um, he wasn't too precise about his politics and whatever. So I'm just like, no, I'm comfortable with that man. 
Um, so I, yeah, I yeah. did. So you actually head toward, where are you going to head toward as you're like ditching him? Oh God, absolutely no clue. I might just be taking a good, Walk, nice little wandering. Walkies. Okay. You wander for about a good hour and just, okay. are you staying kind of the same district or are you heading like anywhere in particular? This is, um, your inn is in the same sigil sigil district. Yes. Uh, I think I would go a bit around, the, um, we're in the, we're in the bazaar right now. Uh, no, you are in the sigil district, which is north, uh, south east of palace. I think I'd actually take a walk through the bazaar and then come back through a convoluted way. Okay. Um, you know that, uh, to the south of the Sigil District and Suncut Bazaar is a place called the Cir- Cir- Circlet Walk. And mm-hmm. it's residential mostly. And there's a few businesses there. But the, the places are so stacked in really tight that they actually have walkways on the roof. And like people mm-hmm. just kind of like walk and they kind of just skip over the, the, the little small gap in nice. between. Um. Actually, let me see. Da, 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 da. Yeah, there, um, there's that from the map. You know, there's a cloth, cloth dyeing um, place called Lin, uh, Lyrian Linen and an inn and tavern called Step Aside. Uh, but as you're kind of like, you've gone through the bazaar and you're kind of cutting down at the western, at the eastern end of the bazaar, as close to the circlet walk, you see a building. Mm-hmm. And it's got a fence, an iron fence around it, and yeah. the gate at the fence is like got the imperial seal. And it's not a big place, but it is very. Okay. Does very, look like an, imbes- an embassy. It does look like an embassy. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna note that and signal that to Wilvin when I see him. Mm-hmm. And. and we'll- Give it a wide berth if I can. Okay. As you're as you're walking by, this carriage goes by, and it's kind of keeping even with you. And the carriage has like the curtains drawn. I'm gonna take do the thing when you do four turns around a block. Uh-huh. So that you know if someone's following you, because like yeah. why would they take four turns? Well, the they block? got up even with you, and the, the curtains on the window like open suddenly. And you see this woman with like like red hair that starts like deep red but then kind of like goes down to a bright red at the tips and she's wearing an imperial looking dress with a high collar red reddish orange skin the window comes down and she looks at you and says vonadriel and it's your mother and that's where we're going to stop for the evening No, 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 Ron, we can't stop here. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yep. No. <laughs> it's a good place to stop. <laughs> no, it's terrible, Ron. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes. This oh, was God. fun. I had a great time today. There's so much happening. Just the no, two of you. I had a great time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, 
the symbol on there's a symbol that's on the carriage it's the imperial seal it's like the embassy carriage so <laughs> hi mama no <laughs> mama no <laughs> mama no mama uh, uh, no oh. no mama no mom you're cramping my style <laughs> Uh, so we are going to, we're playing next week, right? Yes. I believe yes. so. Yes. I believe so. Yes. Um, Help. Yes. And um, we will be recording uh, Orgoth and Wilvin and we'll be releasing that on the Patreon. So if you're a Patreon member, you'll be able to get that um, and listen to that and see what happens at the bowl of judgment. So let's go around and do a little quick. Ra- Is there anything we want to talk about before we, before we get back to it, I'm, I'm sure North does. <laughs> I'm sure. No, I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the um, well, let's do a wrap up. All right, hey everybody, uh, this is Jaden playing Lapis Perzuin. You could find me on Twitter at Foxtrot Fallout. Uh, you could also find me on if, if you play Final Fantasy fourteen. You can find me there. Also, the same name, Foxtrot, and last name Fallout. Uh, ask me about my Warrior Blight. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'll probably end up buying uh, Pokemon uh, Violet. That comes out Friday, right? Soon. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hi everyone. This is Jamie. I'm not okay. <laughs> 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 been playing North Yad and Rogue. Uh, yeah, you subscribe to the Patreon. You're going to know what's up with Wilvin and Orgoth. And I'm very eager to see that because it's going to keep me away from my thoughts for the whole week. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, your support means the words to us. It yes. means the world to us. And like, thank you so much for coming. And yeah. <laughs> and sorry, so sorry, but not sorry, really. Um, <laughs> Uh, my name is Ron Murphy, and you can find me on Twitter at Ron88KeysRBDM. Please follow us on Twitter at Severed Sons DND. You can find the Severed Sons Rhyme of the Frost Maiden podcast on any podcasting platform. Please share us with all your friends. We have a fantastic community on our Discord. Join our Patreon uh, for early access to episodes and to extra stuff. And thank you to Wizards of the Coast, Gang at Critical Role, and to all our listeners and our fans. Keep on rolling. Bye, everyone. Hey y'all, if the last two years have taught me anything, other than the fact that I'm never actually going to make sourdough bread at home, it's that human beings thrive in communities of like-minded people. We may not be able to see the people we care about every day, but the internet has ways to bridge the gap. That's why I'm inviting you to join the Severed Sons Discord, where members of our awesome community talk about whatever's on their minds. Anime, video games, art, theater, D&D, of course, and very serious channels like Zach's Saggy Curtain and Josh's Squeaky Chair. I'm tearing up already. The Severed Sons Discord is a way for all of us to connect in a time when Zoom calls are tough to schedule, but apps are easy to open. You can find a link to our Discord in the link tree in our Twitter bio. We hope to see you in the server. Until then, 
Stay frosty.